Welcome to One Man's Opinion, brought to you by the Elite Fantasy, Fantasy Guru, and EliteSportsBetting.com. And now, here's your host, Jeff Manns. All right, welcome in, everybody. Another episode of the podcast at Sweep in the Nation. It's mine. It's One Man's Opinion. That's right. I am Jeff Vance. Welcome to episode number 21. We are here for you. Talking a little bit more football today, but we're going to definitely be diving into something that's going on in pop culture right now. Episode 21, we have titled this The Washington Redskins. Okay, NFL team, yes. A lot of controversy surrounding it these days, absolutely. And we are here. It's why it's one man's opinion. It's why we will never shy away from a topic or a debate or a confrontation or anything like that here on this podcast. I am Jeff Manns, the host of One Man's Opinion. Fittingly enough, you could find all my work over at fantasyguru.com, 2020 Fantasy Football Draft Guide, projections, rankings, coaching breakdowns, unlike anything you will find anywhere in your life, uh, offensive line breakdowns. We've got everything. The My Guru tool, if you just want to import your fantasy football league and put it on autopilot, make custom cheat sheets or auction sheets or whatever you want to do, help with trades or mock drafts, anything like that. You want to talk to me 24-7. We have a draft room set up only for our subscribers over there at fantasyguru.com. The early bird pricing over there for the 2020 NFL Draft Guide is evaporating soon. We did extend it. It was supposed to end July 1st. We are now going through the middle of July. So depending on when you're listening to this, check it out. Still $39.99 over there at fantasyguru.com. That's for the whole year of service. Talking football all the way through next year's NFL Draft, for crying out loud. That's just crazy talk really um so find me there you can find all my daily fantasy information at elitefantasy.com daily fantasy baseball football when the games start basketball everything else esports mma ufc the pga nascar every sport nba nhl when they resume over there at elitefantasy.com and elitesportsbetting.com for all your sports betting needs Boy, we have poker, we have horse racing, every other sport you could imagine. Our our golf guys right now are just on fire over at EliteSportsBetting.com. So go there, check that out. You can follow me on Twitter at Jeff underscore Mans, M-A-N-S, the Jeff Mans on Facebook, Instagram, Snapchat, chat, and TikTok. My favorite there, TikTok, absolutely. So let's dive into it. Enough of the pleasantries. How's everybody doing for one? You guys doing well? Did you enjoy a lot of positive feedback on the Cleveland Browns episode by the Browns? Um, that we did episode number 20 and it, you know I'm happy to do that I like diving in taking a somewhat simple topic and just diving all the way in I, I hope it unearths and hope it allows you all who listen and maybe you hear my Sirius XM radio show 4 to 6 p.m eastern by the way Sirius XM fantasy sports radio Sirius 210 XM 87 get an inner look at the way we do things you know when I do statistical modeling and when I do um, analysis for fantasy sports, I'm, I'm doing it really – and, again, I do analysis for uh, mostly football, baseball, very, very little NBA that I do anymore. I used to do more NHL, used to do more NBA. Luckily, that's why I have a great team behind me because uh, it's only one of me, but some great – analysts that we have over there when I'm doing modeling and uh, not, 
<laughs> it's the reason I'm on radio. Not not anything. Uh, I'm not pretty to look at, folks. I, there's no way I'm pretty to look at. So I'm not doing any runway modeling. When I'm doing statistical modeling, a lot of folks will do it just on the surface stats, just on they will take numbers and divide. They just do math, and they think math is the only way. Math is very important. Math is a obviously the main component when you're doing a st- statistical model. But you also, football especially, you have to take things that can't be quantified, things that cannot be assigned a certain number or numeric value. How do you decide how often a touchdown is going to occur with a certain player? Well, I mean, the logical, the way math does it as well, you think how many expected touchdowns, we could do that based on their pace of play, number of plays, likely scores per, we do all that and break it down and then say this, per, this player will get that share, but it never works that way. And more importantly, when you're talking about sports betting, seasonal fantasy, daily fantasy, and you want to win money, you're never going to, it's never the logical, safe, smart play that wins you that big. It's that call. It's that bold call. It's the bold strategy. So, and that's why we are on the Cleveland Browns and buying into them on every single level that we talked about on last episode. And uh, again, well-received. Appreciate you guys. I really mean that. Now, all your comments on, the, uh, on iTunes and Google Play Store and tuned in and everywhere the, the podcast is found and that you guys download it. I had a chance to go over some of the reviews the other day and it's just fantastic. Appreciate it very much. If you're a hater, if you don't like what you're hearing, by all means, label that too. You know, I got to know. It's uh, no participation medals in broadcasting, everybody. It doesn't happen. So um, appreciate that. And so today we're going to do the Washington Redskins and you think, okay, Manz is just taking on another team and he's going to take on another team and just... uh, you know, dive into the Redskins. No, because that would be a very stupid idea. Be, number one, the Redskins are not a very interesting team. Not a lot of people are going to be interested. Obviously, the Washington Redskins are an inch. The only reason they're an interesting team right now is because of their nickname, the Redskins, and the pressure that's being put on them to change their nickname and and their uh, organizational identity as well. So we're going to dive into that. We're going to talk about that. And I'm going to give you guys my thoughts. And as always, I invite you in at Jeff underscore Mans, the Jeff Mans Facebook, Snapchat, Instagram, TikTok, all that good stuff. Uh, hit me up with what your thoughts, even when you disagree, all of you that are going to disagree and get angry during this podcast. I don't mind you. I, I don't have a problem with you getting angry and being mad at me. It's okay. So you could choose to enter a conversation. Maybe you have knowledge that I don't, and you could maybe change my mind on something because I'm not speaking from a, a, a place of uh, knowledge on the Redskins name or the lineage or any of that, or whatever it may be. Whatever you disagree, we could disagree, and it's totally fine, right? Arguing and start calling names and start doing that kind of stuff, that's just not going to that just ends the conversation. I'm not going to want to engage in that kind of conversation because it's nonsense. All right. That's not what I'm here. I'm not here to start a fight. I'm not here to offend people. It's not what I'm trying to do. I'm trying to state my case, state what I believe in and all that. And, and let's go with it. So, and that's why we're taking on a big topic. Now in that spirit, 
Um, I think it's only fair. We're going to talk about the Redskins, the nickname, all that good stuff. But we're also going to dive into the team a little bit. Why not, right? I want to talk about Ron Rivera, Jack Del Rio, the new coaching staff here in Washington. I want to talk about this defense that I like a real, real lot, as a matter of fact, here in 2020. Now, the offense I like very, very little. In fact, I, this is the worst offense in the National Football League, and it's not even remotely close. It's not. There's nobody near them in my projection model whatsoever near the Redskins offense. But the defense, very high. And you'll be surprised if you're a fantasy guru sub, you know where I rank them. You know what I project them for this year. You know, not too shabby. Pretty damn good. I think this defense makes a big jump. So I'll talk about that, including. And the most important thing, there is one fantasy football sleeper at the bottom of this story at the bottom of this podcast. By the way, did you guys ever read the book, the Sesame Street book, or have it read to you when you were a kid? There's a monster at the end of this book. If you did, you know what? If you had read that book, and you know that book, and you know what I'm talking about, hit me up at Jeff underscore Mans, and I I will send you a T-shirt. Like, if, if you have a copy of that book and can prove it with a picture, and I don't mean Google and all that crap. No, you have to actually have it. And again, I'm talking to like, 0.0001% 0.0001% of you because I, I was read that book when I was a kid. That's how old it is. Yeah, I'm an old man. And then I dug it up when I was, when I had kids and I read it to my daughters um, when they were young, when they were younger, damn adults at this point. But um, that's just funny. I just thought there's a sleeper at the end of this podcast. There's a monster at the end of this book. Just seems fitting for this one. So, but there is a fantasy sleeper there. So I'll get to who that is a little bit later on today as well. I do want to talk about some news of the week. We had some breaking news come down the pike um, just the other day, and that was Raheem Mostert asking for a trade out of San Francisco. So, you know, Mostert scheduled to make $2.5 million in 2020, and he wants to be the highest paid running back on the team, not in the NFL, on the team, which basically he wants another two to two and a half million dollars because Tevin Coleman is going to make what four five, four five to four six somewhere in that vicinity million dollars. Mostert wants a very minimal raise. It's a very easy fix, but he asked for a trade because that's the only power he has. Matt Breed has been traded to Miami. Jarek McKinnon, no matter what you hear about Jarek McKinnon, he is not in the best shape of his life. He is not good to go. None of that. It's not going to happen for Jarek McKinnon. Okay, so. It's. An, I think Mostert stays. He doesn't really at 28, 29 year old aging running back with not a lot of experience and undrafted and all that doesn't have a lot of options. And does, you know, he sure would a team trade for him? Maybe. But remember, running backs are so impossibly low on the respectometer right now that it's uh, it's not even funny. And I, so I don't think they're going to get anything for him. A sixth round pick, maybe a team will give up a fifth. Uh, I doubt you could even do that. So it uh, doesn't have a lot of leverage. It's not that much money. Pay the man and let's move on. Because most of it is made by the system. I talk about the systems all the time. Kyle Shanahan's zone running scheme is one of the best in football and uh Mostert has proven that's why you get undrafted free agents that bust out Terrell Davis Aaron Foster guys like in these systems 
can do very, very well because it's your one trick pony. You know, it, it's like saying uh, dynamite or uh, being able to yodel. Remember that, that Walmart yodeling kid or whatever? That's what it is. You're a one trick pony. And Mostert's a one trick pony, but it's great in the system. Way more valuable to the 49ers than he is to any other team. So uh, there you go. That's the news out of there. We did have the Deshaun Jackson. Okay, so let's start with the Deshaun Jackson stuff, then I'll get into the Washington Redskins and the, the main topic and focus of episode 21 here. So Deshaun Jackson comes out and says some stuff. Now, I want everybody to understand I am not shying away from anything with Deshaun Jackson, but I'm going to make an admission to you guys here. I did not read Deshaun Jackson's statement whatsoever. Did not read it. I just didn't read it. I don't know what he did. I don't know why he said it. And I did not read it. And I, reason I didn't read it, it's not because I didn't care. I've been, this is the busiest time of year for me. I have a lot of news, a lot of important stuff. I don't know what, he's trying to get at i don't know what his message is or was whatsoever to sean jackson all right i know his apologies came out and and all that and you know whatever i don't buy into it stand by what you say if you said something i don't know why you'd post something with anti-semitism or hate i think that it's the easiest thing to do these days is to post hate and be angered and um, all of that. I, I just think it's, it's absurd. But again, I didn't read the comments. I've gotten to the last string that I have being tolerant to people that are intolerant to others. You know, everybody hates somebody. Everybody doesn't like somebody, right? There's somebody you, you don't like, maybe you could use the word hate, whatever it is, you know, ex-boyfriend, ex-girlfriend. Oh man. You know, my old best friend screwed me out of 200 bucks or whatever to the idea in 2020, the, any idea, anything around the premise that you hate somebody based on their race, religion, ethnicity, um, but a uh, political affiliation, like if it's just, you could not like like a political affiliation, I suppose, but I, I think even that's dumb. I, I think that's just some, and I know that offends a lot of you, but dumb people need affiliations because they don't want to do all the work and fine be what it is. But I, I don't know. I, I, I wouldn't even imagine being Deshaun Jackson or anybody else and just a, unequivocally hating or disliking a person because of their religion or religious beliefs or ethnicity or anything like that. And not just the, and it, it's obviously the other way too. It's the cops with the George Floyd stuff. It, it's all this. I just don't, I don't understand. I, I really don't. I just, I, 
think I have a different upbringing growing up south side of Chicago um, in the shithole that I grew up in. You guys, maybe everybody should have to go there. I, I'm starting to think that. Me and my guy, Rusty, the uh, tech advisor here at uh, the Elite Sports Network, you know, he's, me and him grew up in similar neighborhoods. And it's one that we talk about all the time. It's like, man, I think everybody should have had to spend like a year on the south side. And I think you'll, everybody would learn a lot better. So, yeah, unfortunately, I didn't read the comments that Sean Jackson said. Sounds, I'm sure they're terrible. I'm sure they're from a place. And I didn't even read, I didn't read the apology. I just need to block certain things out of my personal life. And that is anybody that's intolerant and condemning people based on things they can't control, number one. Um, I have a bigger problem with you if you one of those if you're one of those assholes that takes up two spots at the grocery store like that you're just you're an asshole like I have a much bigger problem with that than somebody says hey I like this god better than that god okay cool what difference does it make the parking spot is 20 times more 20 times worse than I worship this god you worship that god okay cool you want to go ahead dinner sure okay it just mind-boggling to me so anyway that's the sean jackson is i just want to be clear on that and i know i'm supposed to have an opinion on this i'm supposed to be aware of the the local news i just didn't i don't know you guys tell me that's at, at uh jeff underscore man did you i mean do you guys have time for this do you have time to constantly constantly um go round and round about you know everybody's defamation it's like it's about it's like twitter announcements like do you guys really have time for all this you know what i mean i do you have time to read everybody hey uh personal announcement um um you know all this stuff um i don't have time for it i'm too busy working and doing things that's what i have i'm i'm much more busy doing that so anyway um, that's the Deshaun Jackson thing. So, um, boy, but by the way, um, yeah, and I'm just going to leave that there. I'm going to leave the Deshaun Jackson stuff. If you guys want me to comment on it, if you want for some odd freaking weird fucking reason, you heathens want me to talk about that topic, fine. Hit me up at Jeff underscore mans. I'll go through the whole thing, read what he re- said, read the apology. I'll go through it, but. In the meantime, let's talk about another topic I think that is more important. I think it has much more social relevance at this point, at least. And that's the Washington Redskins and the likeness, the name. So let's, here's what we'll dive into today. I, I want to I say this. First, uh, let's get this out of the way. This has come up through my broadcasting career, which has spanned uh, a little over 12 years at this point. 15 years in the writing business uh, and website ownership business and all that uh, have had many, many thoughts on many different topics and I've never shied away from it. I'll say as recently as I'm not, maybe I'm giving or taking a year as recently as 2015 though, I was against the Redskins changing their name. I'm again, I was against it. I'm against it. Just like keep the name. It's not, uh, it's not negative. It's a negative connotation. It's uh, actually, you know, the Braves and Indians and all this stuff. My opinion was that these are images and likenesses that, you know, from Native Americans, and it should be an inspiring 
story because these organizations, these teams are beloved by millions and millions of people, every single one of them. And that should be, that should resonate positive. It's a positive for the native American community. And that that's the way I thought about it. Okay. Um, I stand here today. I actually sitting, I'm kind of relaxed in my chair. You can probably hear a creaking in the background. Um, there you go. There's a little creak as I, uh, as I get the Jimmy leg going, um, I'm, I'm sitting here today in 2020 and I'm going, I think it's time to change the nickname. I think it's time to change the Washington Redskins. It, it's time for it. Why the change, Jeff? Why were you so steadfast against it? And why are you pro now? Are you just giving in, man? Cancel culture's getting to you. You're pussing out all this stuff. Very possibly. Very possibly. It, it is possible. Same reason I didn't read the Deshaun Jackson stuff. Maybe. Maybe I'm just getting sick of it. Soft, old, warped, frustrated old man. Maybe. Maybe. But normally, when people age, they don't get, become more open-minded. They become less open-minded. They think their way is the best. On my day, I used to. And I vowed to myself since I was a young man that I'm not going to go out that way. I'm going to continue to keep an open-minded. Here's what I believe. I said this on a previous podcast. I'll say it again. And this goes to the Deshaun Jackson stuff. It goes to any hard topics. It goes into our to wear a mask, not wear a mask, all, all the COVID, everything that's going on in our culture right now. My opinion, and you can't change it because it's mine. My opinion is that no, none of us are complete. None of us are solved equations. We're not done. We're evolving. It's the human race is an evolving species. Every day we're growing and changing and adapting more and more and more. And just like the way we invented the fucking internet and the, you know, we're all connected and air travel and, you know, iced coffee. I mean, how amazing is this? all these amazing inventions. It's the same with our emotions. It's the same with our personalities. It's the same with our cultures. It's the same with everything. I don't, there's nobody that is set here on earth. That's a finished human being. I think to the day from the day we're born to the day we die, we're evolving every single day and that there's physical evolution. There's mental evolution. There's emotional evolution. There's all of it. And Things. One thing I really hate about our cancel culture is that people go back and like, hey man, somebody you said this one day in 2010 or you know 1986 you said that. Okay, they said that in 1986. Where? How is that pertinent in 2020? Ask that person. Here's what it. Here's what every conversation should be. Um, Mr. John Doe, you in 1986 you said that. Uh, um, segregation was a good thing and uh, good for America. How how do you respond to that? And here's what that person should say, or hopefully would say: It says, "I was a fucking idiot. I was young. I was dumb. I was my parents put a belief into me, and a belief, or my grandparents, or whoever, my whatever it was, put a belief in me that I didn't really know anything about. As I've evolved, I've learned that was the wrong thing to do and the wrong thing to say. Does that person, should that person lose their job, lose their livelihood, lose all that stuff? No, they're the same person that wherever they're at. Now, maybe they held onto those beliefs and they run in a secret society and, and all that. And then, yeah, if you find that out, get the fuck out. 
gone. He gone. But if not, why can't we allow people to change? Why don't we allow people to grow? Because for one, that's what we really want. That's what Colin Kaepernick's about. We're all about social justice and everything. But in the meantime, you can't, if you want society to change and be more accepting and, and permissing and everything else, you also have to allow those people that made those mistakes to evolve and change as well. That's it. That's how I'm just shrugging my shoulders. So I, I guess I'm not saying any words into the microphone, but that's it. You have to. You have to allow people to change and be different. I thought COVID was bullshit. I'm on record as saying it. Do you, do you think I really don't know that there are people out there hanging on to a tweet that I sent and COVID was just like H1N1 and all? Of course I know that, fucking idiots. Of course I know. Should I go? You know what I could do? I could just go right now and delete it. Beep, bobble, beep. Oh, I'm going to delete. I'm going to delete. Though nobody can throw it in my face. No. Go ahead. Go ahead. Dig it up. Throw it in my face. I feel so different than I did then. Why? Because I didn't know. I didn't know anything. So I stayed in the house for three months. That's why I read everything I can. So I listened to everything I can. Both sides of the aisle. Both sides. Everybody. I listened to. Donald Trump, I listen to Fauci, I listen to fucking, fucking Pelosi and who I, I'll listen to anybody. I'll listen. I don't believe everybody. I'll, I'll listen to everything and then I'll make up my own mind because I'm evolving and I need information in order to continue my evolution. That's the way I do things. I don't know. Some of you just say, nah, fuck it, I'm out. I'm into this. I'm out of this and I'm going to be for the rest of my life. I'm never closed-minded with it. The only thing I've ever been in my entire life, 42 years on this earth, the only thing that I, I've ever been 100% locked down, dragged out, no, there, nobody in the world could tell me anything different ever was that Johnny Manziel was going to be a piece of shit in the NFL. That's what I knew. I knew it. I bet my career on it, and I won. I knew he was not going to do anything. So that's, that's that. So it's time to change the Redskins. It's it's just time. It's uh, here's the deal. Um, is it time to change the Redskins logo, nickname, all that stuff because it's suddenly insensitive and it wasn't 20 years ago? No, obviously it was, it's as it's as offensive now as it was 20, 30, 40, 50, 60, 70 years ago. It, it's just the same. We just all feel differently about it. It's the same name. It's the same representation, same thing. Okay? The point is, what we need to do, folks, one of the, here's the, I'm going to solve all the world's problems, I think. It's just on the podcast. Who knew, right? Um, we need to stop grasping at the past as well. When we're evolving, when we're learning and changing and adapting and all the stuff I'm talking about, while we're doing that, we have to let go of the past. And because the Washington Redskins have been a historic NFL franchise for you know, 70, 80 years, that doesn't mean they have to be today. If That doesn't mean if we started the organization today that somebody would say, how about Redskins? Yeah, that's a good idea. Nobody on earth would do it. The only reason we want to cling to it is because it's what we know, what we knew, what we're familiar with. 
stop with that. If you if we do that in every walk of life, you know the horrific shit that will also go down those roads. And that's why some of us, some of the people out there have horrific belief systems, you know, with different races and, and people and tribes and everything else is because you are stuck on something that happened years and hundreds, if not thousands of years ago. Right? That's what you're stuck on. You can't get over. It's like a speed bump or you're at the grocery store and your shopping cart has like the rock or something hanging. You know, when you get that, that fucked up wheel, that wheel that just looks like it's all, you know, angled and it won't roll and anything. You have to kind of push and slide the cart the whole damn way. That's what we are. That's what we are when we're holding on to the past. Sports organizations, sports need to evolve. I talk about it with Major League Baseball. I have a, one of the podcasts I did. I think it was like episode two or three of One Man's Opinion. I talk all about the problems of baseball. I was absolutely blasted for that belief, for that thought that Major League Baseball should change. And here I am, I mean, just a couple months later, and I'm right as you can be. Major League Baseball doesn't give a shit. Major League Baseball cares about money. They don't, even the players, the players are opting out. Not for any, not for, not for COVID. Ian Desmond did for social justice, but still, no, no, everyone's back. They don't want to play. They're like, no, I'm not going to play for only $5 million. I'm not going to play for only $2.5 million. Even if it's only 60 games, I'm not playing. Because it's just not worth their time. Because they're rich. That's Major League Baseball. And that's what a lot of sports are. NFL's the richest sport in the world, but the contracts aren't guaranteed to the players. Players still need to go out there and perform, perform every single day, every single game. They need to perform in practice so they don't get cut, work their way up. Nothing's guaranteed in the National Football League. But it's time for a reorganization. And it's not just the Redskins. The Redskins need to go. Just anything, just anything about skin color is just stupid. If you step back, like I did, like I thought I was on the side of, well, it's, you know, it's history. It is what it is. It's no different today than it was 70 years ago. And I still believe that, but we are all different. And when all of us are different, those who inhabit the earth right now together with us all being different, shouldn't we right the wrongs of our forefathers and say, oh, yeah, back then, maybe they thought it was a tribute. Maybe they thought it was good. But by today's standards, it's just not necessary. I don't want an NFL team. It's, it's, here's a, here's where, the way I think. Deshaun Jackson said whatever the fuck he said on Instagram, and I just said, I can't do it today, man. I can't do any more of this. Deshaun Jackson, if he's a bigot, if, he, if he's a racist or whatever, oh, fuck, man. I, I'm, I don't have time for Deshaun Jackson's thoughts on life. I really don't. I don't give a shit. I, yeah, I don't want him to think that way. I don't want him to believe that way. Well, what am I going to do? I want to fight Deshaun Jackson? If the Eagles cut him tomorrow, am I going to feel better? Uh, I don't know. Maybe. I don't, you know what I mean? I just, but with this, so I go out of my, I, and it's the same way as when I'm watching a football game. I don't want anything being said that alludes to somebody's skin color or race or religion. or I don't want that. That's why I like sports. Gets me out of everything. It's get, it's gets me out of the real world in a way. You know what I mean? Sports are a hobby. It's, it's great. It's my business. It's my career, but for most of you out there listening, it's just fun. Just something to separate, get us thinking about something between, besides the 
all the other bullshit that's shoveled upon us all the time. So I don't, I'm watching a football game. I don't want, you know, um, you know, a guy with red, a big face with red skin on there. I don't, I don't want that. I don't want to think about it. I don't want to know it. I, I don't, I don't want to feel that way. Okay. I, I mean, just, I don't, we shouldn't want that. I don't want to think about whether, is, is this offensive? Is this right? Because that's where we're all at. No matter what happens, the Redskins like to feel in 2020 with that logo and with that name. We're, no matter what, we're all going to think something along those lines. It's going to take us out. I want to look at how Montez Sweat rushes the passer. I want to see Landon Collins knocking somebody out over the middle of the field. I want to see my super sleeper. Oh, I thought I was going to give it away. He didn't. No, no, no. Yeah. I want to see my super sleeper kick 70 balls this year. Ooh, ooh, hint. Look at those hints I'm dropping, baby. Professional broadcasting right there, y'all. So I used to be, I used to not be offended. I used to not be bothered by it. And I'm, I'm not offended. I, I don't like that word. I just don't want to think about it. I don't want to think about it. I don't think anybody should have to think about it. If Native Americans or anybody else are even the slightest bit uncomfortable with it, fuck it, done. It's done. You know what I mean? It's, it's like anything. At a certain point, you got to do something. We're all, like I said, we inhabit this earth together. We all are together. Right? At a certain point, you got to do things because the people around you will be uncomfortable. Stop making other people uncomfortable. If you're the guy who takes the dick out at every party, like stop fucking taking your dick out, asshole. You're making people uncomfortable. Yeah, but they're all laughing. Well, they're laughing at you because you're a fucking mess, but you're making any woman in that room very uncomfortable. All right, all right maybe not Linda. Maybe Linda likes I don't know. Whatever it is. Stop taking your dick out, idiot. Stop doing it. Stop doing these things. Right? Stop making other people. We're all going to be uncomfortable at certain points in our life no matter what. There's just no way around it. But we don't need to be force-fed it. And that's what the Redskins name is doing. So I was against the name changes. I'm now, I'm not, I'm 100% in. Not only the Washington Redskins, there are other names. And by the way, it doesn't hurt the legacy. This is idiot, an idiotic stance. If you think change it, like I, I'm really curious on what the stance is pro keeping the Redskins name. What's, what's your, hit me up at Jeff underscore Mans. I want to, I want to have the debate. I want to hear your side because I really don't get it. I think what you all want, any of you who are not in favor, is like, well, it's a lot of pride in that name. And I've been a fan for years or I'm a, whatever it is. Yeah, that doesn't go away. It doesn't leave, folks. I mean, it, it doesn't go away. You, here's something. You have to know what's inside. What's inside of you is inside of you. And the only time that evaporates or leaves is if you allow it, allow it to. I've lost my mom. I lost my dad. They're both passed away. What do I do? Just sit and hug a picture and play Amazing Grace? No, I have, they're alive. They're inside of me. I do shit sometimes just to keep my dad's spirit alive. I do things that my mom really likes, that, that my mom loved to do. And it, when I do those things, it makes me feel closer to them. And if you love your sports team, I'm all about that. I'm all about it. And you're, but you're not going to change when the Washington Redskins become the Washington um, placemats or whatever it is, Washington uh, Bluebirds or whatever it may be, whatever the nickname is. And there's a lot floating out there, whatever. 
It's still your fucking team. Nobody takes that away from you. Nobody doesn't have to have that. Plus, dude, this is a chance for a new new gear, a great excuse to go buy another jersey, another fucking, you know, uh, whatever fans park, parking only sign. You know, it's a perfect time. It's the perfect time. Get a new name. It, it's going to make you guys haven't won in a long time. You've been armpit of the NFL for quite a while. I just sketch it up. Begin anew. You're the same team. The history's still there. Doug Williams and Mark Rippon and John Riggins and the, the Hogs and Joe Gibbs. All, it's all there. Nobody's taking it. Nobody's taking it away from me. It's a fucking name. It's letters. It's a bunch of letters thrown together who gives a shit. All right? Don't get so down about it. Don't feel threatened by people wanting to take your sports team name away. Okay, other there's been a lot of teams that have changed their names over the year. Washington Bullets, anybody remember them? NBA became the Washington Wizards. Again, Bullets, probably not the greatest thing. And that's not, I didn't have any problem with the Bullets. Oh, they became the Wizards. The Devil Rays, Tampa Bay Devil Rays became the Rays. Can't have the Devil in there, weird, but fine. The Anaheim Mighty Ducks became the, the, the Anaheim Ducks. There's tons. There's a lot of teams that changed their nicknames over the years. I'll tell you what, and we did this on the SiriusXM show uh, last Monday, and we, we talked about it. I, I'm My number one sports team, I love the NFL, obviously. I'm a football fan and all that, but I'm also a big baseball fan, and I grew up just blocks away from Comiskey Park. I was in Burbank, and then I was in Bridgeport, and I was just blocks away. Bridgeport's were uh, 35th and Shields. South side of Chicago and Chicago White Sox are there. Change the White Sox name. Now, five years ago, if somebody told me that, I probably would have drop kicked him in the face. I really would have. I would have because I know myself and I know the way I thought back then. And I tried over the last couple of weeks thinking, why, why was I so mad? Why would, you're not taking away my White Sox. That's my team. That's my team. I don't give a fuck though now. Nobody's going to take away Ron Kittle. 1983, winning ugly, Tony La Russa, Lamar Hoyt passing out with so much cocaine and Tijuana burrito on his chest being arrested, right? Nobody's, nobody's taking it away. Frank Thomas and Ventura on those 90s team. And then finally the World Series, Ozzy Guillen and Tadahito Iguchi and Pesednik and Pauli Canerco, Carl Everett. Nobody's ta- nobody takes it. It's not... It's, you couldn't take those memories away from me if you beat me in the face of a fucking iron. I, will, I may not be able to talk or speak, but I'll know my White Sox won that World Series. You'll never take it from me. Never. And if they call themselves Chicago buildings or Chicago skyscrapers or the Chicago lakes or well, I don't fucking know, whatever they're going to call so what? It's not going to bother me. My number one team, my number one favorite team. I wouldn't even bat an eye. I'd be like, cool, awesome, man. Fuck yeah, man. I'm going to buy a jersey, bitch. That's what I'm doing. I'm going to buy a jersey. I'm going to buy a new hat. Shoot, yeah. That's, what, that's the way I react. I would react to it. And I think, why not? What's the problem? The history doesn't leave. It's a name. It means absolutely nothing. You know? I wonder if sometimes if people have problems with the – changing the Redskins name or any of the other names. If somebody calls you, you ever been called the wrong name? Like 
I would get called Jerry because I got Jeffrey, you know, and they said, Jerry. And I'm like, well, fuck you, man. Fuck Jeff, man. I don't give a shit. Fuck, call me whatever. My parents could have named me anything. My parents were so high. They didn't fucking, I barely, they barely knew they named me. I was the fifth kid for crying out loud. Who cares? Not that big a deal. Somebody calls you a different name. Whoopity do. You know, there's a team, by the way, a little FYI, there's a team. There's a high school. This is a real situation. In Freeburg, Illinois, a high school, their mascot and their nickname of their sports and athletic department is the Midgets. You may laugh and you may snicker when I say that word, but now let me drop a dose of reality to you, something I've never admitted before on air or publicly whatsoever, but my older brother is a dwarf. My older brother is in his late 50s, was born with dwarfism and has gone through life. He's special needs um, in a lot of ways. My brother is probably my best friend in the world. Um, he has taught me so much about life that you wouldn't believe. He has had to endure so much shit. Imagine for a moment going to any store ever and not, and having every single person stare at you and kids laugh and all that. Shit. Imagine that life. I, I watched my brother go through that. I watched, I've watched him go through it today. It's amazing. It's, it's so you know, the, the term midget is a very derogatory term. Okay. Very derogatory. And me personally, it's highly incredibly offensive. It is. Now, other people find the word funny, maybe, you know, tell jokes with it or whatever. And I've had people tell me midget jokes before. I have. I, I hear it all the time. And, you know, do I like it? No. Quite honestly, I don't. But it's not my... They, from number one, the other person doesn't know. You know, and if they did, would they change? I don't even know. But I just don't worry about... It. They're not intending to hurt me or my brother. It, and it has taken me a long time to get to this point, by the way. I used, to, I, have, I used to fight everybody in my neighborhood. Anybody would say something about my brother, I'd fight. Man, I'm telling you, I've had... Uh, one of the gun incidents that I'll talk about one of these days was directly related to somebody making fun of my brother. And again, my brother is 17 years older than me, 16 years older than me. So, you know, much older. We grew up in different generations, but, um, you know, he's, he's taught me a lot and he means everything to me. But, and so that name, when I see Freeburg High School and they're the midgets and they had a vote in 2015, they keep their name. Uh, I'm fucking mortified. Like, really? But, it, you know, it, it also helps me, you know, having grown up in that environment also probably helped me a lot with other people and understanding why other people hate certain words, why other people are offended by the word redskins, you know, and, and many other words that make up you know, or are put downs for other races, religions, cultures, or whatnot. You know what I mean? Because I got a, words like that that have hurt me growing up as well. So I get it. Okay. But I also think that we need to be stronger and you can't let that word hurt. If I let that word hurt me or my brother, more importantly, fuck me. What am I? I'm you know, my brother. My brothers let that word hurt him. And the amount of times people yelled it across the street or across the room or, 
you know, rode it, spray painted it on his car that happened a couple times when he was in school, in high school. Like, I mean, the shit he's had to endure, you wouldn't believe it. You just wouldn't believe it. It's crazy. If he let that ruin him, man, I don't know. He wouldn't be here. He wouldn't be here anymore. That's for sure. He wouldn't have done as well in life as he's done if he would have let everything die. It hurt him. So I think we definitely need to be emotionally tougher. Fight for the rights. Fight. Tell people what you think. Tell people what's right. Fight for your power. Get the power. And then make change. Then implement change. That's all you can do. So here's some other things. So Redskins need to change their name. That's the bottom line. Let's change the name. Let's come up with some good ones. Hit me up at Jeff underscore Mans on the old Twitter, the Jeff Mans Facebook, Instagram, Snapchat, TikTok. Let me know what your idea is for the new Redskins names. Here's a couple others, though. I, I don't think we stop at Redskins. Cleveland Indians need to change. Chicago Blackhawks probably should change. Atlanta Braves maybe should change. I, I think that you, you, these names don't bring – you know, Braves sound good. It sounds like it's a positive and uplifting. I don't think the, I really don't think Blackhawks and Indians and Redskins, I don't think these are names that are meant to be offensive. But again, just like I was telling you guys about my brother's situation, you guys all have something in your family. Maybe you guys had somebody, you know, uh, with Down syndrome or something, you know, whatever, something that affected your family at some point. And you don't like when somebody says that. Well, that's the way these other people feel. That's the way Native Americans feel. They feel like when they see Chief Illiniwick at the University of Illinois singing and dancing and swapping around, whoa, 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 whoa. They, 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 don't, they feel like they're being mocked. No, no, we're trying to be uplifting. Well, I feel locked. I feel like, I feel like you're laughing at me. I feel like you're mocking me. You're mocking our culture. You're not embracing it and endorsing it. All right, well, fair enough. We'll change it. We'll do something different, okay? I think that's the thing. The Chiefs, Kansas City Chiefs, what about that? Do we change that one? I don't know. Mm-hmm. Chiefs are a tough one. I don't know. But again, not really my decision to make, but I, I think the Chiefs can be changed. No big deal. Well, they want a Super Bowl history, Mahomes. Yeah, so what? So what? So you're the chefs. Yeah, maybe that, remember that commercial when they did Forgot the Eye? And you're just the, the Kansas City chefs. Boom. Boom. Nice and easy, right? It's all done. Buy new gear. Uh, I think others need to change. Utah Jazz, Phil Backard, my producer on SiriusXM, IDP writer here at fantasyguru.com. He talked about that one. The Utah Jazz were the New Orleans Jazz. And that was fitting because it was the jazz music. New Orleans, very popular there. And they moved to Utah and kept the name. Why? Utah Jazz is dumb. Los Angeles Lakers. There's the Minneapolis Lakers. You move to LA. So fucking lakes and SoCal. Got the ocean right there. Minneapolis lakes. Land of 10,000 lakes. Chicago White Sox. Boston Red Sox. Who fucking wants to think about feet? Feet, foot fetish motherfuckers. If you don't think feet fetish, foot fetishes were around back in the uh, late 1800s, early 1900s, bullshit. Chicago White Sox and Boston Red Sox. These guys couldn't get enough. Couldn't get enough of it. Oh, oh, it's red. Oh, rub it and it's red. The Red Sox. Cleveland Browns, change it. Come on, why do you need Browns? It's such a stupid name. It's about Paul Brown, the founder of the team. That's dumb. It's the same with Stanford Cardinal. 
Change that. It's not even the bird. It's the color, the cardinal. It's the dumbest thing ever. Still, we're not the bird. We're so smart at Stanford. We are the Stanford cardinal, the color cardinal. Fuck you. Change it. Put the S on it or get some another nickname. Cincinnati Reds. We don't need any more colors. Antiquated. It's dull. It's dumb. Come up with something new. The New York Knickerbockers. God, fuck is a Nick. What is a Nick? Dumb. Dumb name. Haven't won since the 70s. Change that name. It's a pair of pants. All right. New York pants. Is that good? Is that fun? Is it timely? No. Change it. Wichita State Shockers. That's one I think they, I would love for them to keep, but let's face it. It's a sex act. Let's just, let's just all face it. It's a sex act. Let's stop. Wichita State needs to change their, their nickname as well. And there's tons of others. I want to hear from you. At Jeff underscore Mans, D Jeff Mans on Facebook, Instagram, Snapchat, all the places I mentioned. Uh, let me hear other places, other teams, other nicknames that you think also should change their nicknames. And remember, I'm not taking anything away from you guys. All right. And not taking it away. Your history's still there. Everything's intact. Still have the historical references. Just can't have the damn nicknames. Learn to live with it. I mean, think of all the different names. Think of like Twitter. Did anybody ever, we heard the tweeters, we've heard tweet before, Twitter, nobody said, oh, Twitter. No, it was never, never said, right? Come up with new names, new interesting things. It'll be fine. We'll all live. All right, let's talk about, now let's get into some football. Let's talk about Washington Redskins and their outlook for the 2020 season. They're a bottom five team as we enter the year, but some significant changes here. Ron Rivera is a really good head, real good head coach. He is a guy that um, is a, a true leader of men. He's respected immensely around the National Football League. He was the perfect, a perfect choice for this organization that, I mean, it starts at the top with their entire legacy and their t- entire name, um, obviously. And it goes to Dan Snyder, the owner, and all the way down. Um, they've had just a terrible terrible run of it for a long long time and the coaches since joe gibbs left the second time they've and mike shanahan in 2012 you could say that was a great coaching staff by the way great coaching staff sean McVay was on that staff kyle shanahan is on that staff um that staff was pretty good but they haven't had a leader they haven't had a jay gruden is a good a very smart offensive mind right big plays all that good stuff um, you know, set dink and dunk to set up the big plays is what Jay Gruden does. But he's not a leader of men. He's not somebody people rally behind. It's not somebody people are inspired to be around. Ron Rivera is that kind of guy. And that's why he was a good choice here. So he comes in here and, you know, brings in some veteran guys. I hate the offensive coordinator choice and Scott Turner's fucking awful. God, so terrible. North Turner, that would have been great. Scott Turner, terrible. Absolutely brutal. Ken Zampezi, quarterback coach, good. Very good move. Another guy who can you know, do the job. And uh, um, Zampezi's been offensive coordinator in the league. He has developed quarterbacks many, many times you know, throughout his, uh, his career. I mean, he goes back to the old uh, um, greatest show on turf days in St. Then, the then St. Louis Rams, right? 
and then Mike Martz and all that. And then, you know, Cincinnati Bengals for all those years. And um, so Zampezi is a good choice there to develop a young quarterback in Dwayne Haskins. They also, I mean, some of the other coaches, you, you go out and get a guy like uh, um, John Matsko, the veteran offensive line coach, much, much needed, especially because Bill Callahan was the offense line coach was the interim head coach for the you know remaining what eight nine weeks of the season after uh after Jay Gruden was fired and thus the offense line performed way better than they were supposed to and again they were still bad <laughs> bad but this was a world class terrible offensive line that performed below average that's a win for Bill Callahan from last year, and they're going to need every bit of it because they didn't add much depth whatsoever to that line this offseason. Jack Del Rio was, is another veteran guy, perfect defense coordinator, loves to attack. You got Sam Mills on the defensive line out there as well. Real smart, experienced defensive coaches in Rivera, Del Rio, Sam Mills, all in unison there. And that's really... That's the whole thing with this Redskins team. The thing that will surprise you in 2020 about the Washington Redskins is that this defense is phenomenal. They have seven first-round picks on defense. You start 11 players, seven of the 11 are first-rounders. Two more, three more, second-rounders. Three more, it's 10 out of 11. There's so much talent. It, It speaks to how bad... The coaching has been on the defensive side. And another reason why hiring a defensive coach is going to matter. You look at this defensive line, and they've got some absolute positive bangers out there. Jonathan Allen, when he was at the University of Alabama, I thought by now this guy would be a wrecking crew. And there's plenty of time. He's been in the league three years. One of them, which injury filled, Deron Payne, another one. I watched the, I watched those two guys. Um, I watched Deron Payne and Jonathan Allen at Alabama. I'm like, holy sheep shit! You imagine if these guys ever made it to the next level and played together? Well, they are, and they're they're here. And now you got Montez Sweat had seven sacks a year ago, number one pick on on one end. Ryan Kerrigan on the other end. So they're play, when they're playing 4-3, you also have versatility in there. Jonathan Allen could play outside. He could play defensive end, be an edge rusher, no problem. But he, they're playing him inside a tackle along with Jerron Payne. Payne is the run stopper, Jonathan Allen the pass rusher. So you, you can move these guys around. You could play 3-4, you could play 4-3. And now you add Chase Young, who's an absolute wildebeest, on the outside as well. Holy shit. If you recall what happened with San Francisco 49ers last year, when they added Nick Bosa and all of a sudden just it unlocked all the talent, all the talent from that offense, that defense and Eric Armstead and Solomon Thomas and all these guys, just all of a sudden there's ball to force Buckner went crazy. It's it, that's what it takes. And I think Chase Young could be that guy. Who are you going to double? Who Kerrigan Chase Young, Montez Sweat, Ron Painter. You can't double any of them. You, can't, you anytime you double, if you double one of them or two of them, and somebody's one on one, and they're going to win one on one matchups. You're not, you can't. And then, by the way, the middle linebacker, they go out and get Thomas Davis. Remember how good he used to be in this uh, in the Carolina defense with uh, with uh, uh, 
Ron Rivera and, you know, Luke Keekley, he played sort of, uh, you know, next to Luke Keekley, but Thomas Davis is a hell of a sideline, sideline tackler. Pass rush, he could play zone coverage, protect his zone, cover those tight ends over time as well. Landon Collins, an all-pro safety. Their secondary is not so good. Fabian Moreau and Jimmy Moreland. They did get Kendall Fuller. So they got Kendall Fuller on one side as a corner. But this pass rusher is going to make these other corners play up. Don't forget Ronald Darby, all you Redskins or all you Eagles fans that kept trying to tell me how great Ronald Darby is the last three years. He's in Washington now. Now what are you going to say? Now he sucks? Now, now he's probably sucks, right? Eagles fans, yeah. And now he does because he's not on your team. But one of the things they do, Ron Rivera does, he, they play this zone. They play a lot of cover too. They switch it up though, but very strong, very, very strong. Um, zone coverages, very loyal zone coverages, real sharp when you look at the advanced analytics and the, the amount of space covered. They will find and they'll tweak their zones, and it throws quarterbacks off frequently. That's why guys like Josh Dorman have thrived in this uh, Ron Rivera coverage map because you know they're constantly sharpening things up and rearranging their zones and reshaping their zones, which is very important. As well, when the quarterback doesn't know what shape or what size or what parameters the zone is, they the receiver's trying to guess and receiver guess wrong, the football's coming and boom, it's knocked down or it's picked off. And when you've got less time with a great, terrific front seven like the Redskins have, that means less time to have to cover and less time to find the weak spot in the zone for the receivers and quarterbacks. So this defense is going to be solid, and I think they surprise people. They're they're going to jump up and surprise people in 2020. Now, offensively, it's a tire fire. It's it's bad. Um, there's nothing redeemable here. The offensive line sucks. They didn't add anything to it whatsoever. Um, I, I don't I don't understand why you wouldn't have. I really don't. I think it's crazy. And I think you're giving Dwayne Haskins little to no chance to succeed. I, I believe that with all my heart. So and you got Darius Geis who can't stay healthy. And at this point, Darius Geis's injuries have zapped whatever skill was left in him. He was once a dynamic, strong, virile running back. He's not the same guy. Too many lower leg injuries. Too much speed warped. Too much. Too much wear for a kid who's, what, 25 years old. Adrian Peterson, you kidding me. I mean, he always finds the fountain of youth and ends up productive in a certain amount of games. But running behind a shitty offensive line with a quarterback that all they're going to do is bum rush and play eight in the box to just roll on him to make him find the off spot. You've got nothing at wide receiver. Terry McLaurin is an overrated fantasy asset. Better coverage is going to absolutely murder McLaurin. Seven touchdowns last year. He's a guy who got hurt too. Have, what, what do you have, 50 catches a year ago, Terry McLaurin? He, I mean, he didn't – McLaurin did well in fantasy, and thus we rejoiced. He had 58 catches, 919 yards. It's a good rookie year. Scary Terry is solid. But a solid guy, even above average receiver, who's pretty one-dimensional. You know, run deep, deep posts, ins. Comeback routes. That's what he is. He's a three-route monster. Now the NFL knows that. They know what routes he runs better. They know how to cover him. And they didn't 
draft anybody. They didn't bring in anybody else to compete or worry about. I like Antonio Gandy Golden a lot. Is that the sleeper? Nope. Nope, not the sleeper. Almost there, though. Steve Sims Jr., Trey Quinn, Kelvin Harmon. He's just ham and eggers. Pure ham and eggers at the wide receiver position. You got nothing there. No real threats. And the fact that McLaurin's a downfield threat, a deep threat, is even worse because in order to hit and connect on the deep ball, the quarterback needs time. In order to have time, you need an offensive line. If you don't have an offensive line, you're not going to get those deep routes. You don't have any running game to balance it off of. You don't have any passing game there. So what do you have? Jeff, man, what are you telling me? You promised me. I sat through all your bullshit for an hour. I've sat here for an hour listening to you wax on poetically about names and likenesses and your brother and all this shit. I've done all this. I'm trying to get that one golden nugget, one actionable thing that I can take with me into my fantasy football drafts. Mans, are you going to tell me? Are you going to make me wait to the next episode? I wouldn't do that. Would I? That's it for me, everybody. No, I'm just kidding. I'm not going My uh, The sleeper in the Washington Redskins is Antonio Gibson. Okay, third-round pick uh, out of the University of Memphis. He is a running back for Washington. He played receiver. at the University of Memphis, but a little over six foot. So it's kind of big, but built very, very much like a running back. So he's got that. He was projected to be a final day player. He was projected to be rounds four through seven um, and could have been a wide receiver, could have been a running back. The Redskins targeted him. They drafted him way above slot in the third round. And it was a very precocious, uh, a very concerning move, very eye-opening move when they did. It's like, all right, why are they doing? Oh, the Redskins being the Redskins, just being stupid, right? Just uh, they got a guy, they'll probably throw him, try to throw him in the same likeness as Trey Quinn and Steve Sims and all these guys. No, that's not what they're doing. They're playing him at running back. Here's what is going to happen. I've done my coaching breakdown for them. I've broken down the entire scheme entire coaching staff, what they're going to do. It's part of the draft guide over at fantasyguru.com. Go there now. Antonio Gibson is going to be the Christian McCaffrey of the Washington Redskins offense. What? McCaffrey? What? Man, get the fuck out. What are you talking about? Antonio Gibson is going to be the check down Charlie of this team. Last year, Dwayne Haskins had a 25.3% target share to running backs, sixth highest of any qualifying quarterback in the National Football League. Okay, he checked down. He was not a check down guy necessarily in, uh, at Ohio State. It was a function of timing. It wasn't a check down type of offense, really, with Jay Gruden initially. And that was West Coast and did throw to the running backs. Don't get me wrong, it's part of what they were doing. But when you come out and you bring in, the I don't know what you I don't know what you'd call uh, the the uh, um, Scott Turner is the uh, what's Ron Howard's brother uh, uh, I'm totally blanking on Ron Howard's brother damn it what the hell um, oh, it's uh, what is it Jed Howard yeah whatever it is uh, um, I'm I have to look it up Clint Howard that's Clint Howard. He's the Clint Howard 
of offensive coordinators. I had to look it up. Son of a bitch. So disappointed in myself. Clint Howard. He's that's what Scott Turner is. And that's all he did. He, he when you don't have time, you don't have a good offensive line like they didn't have in Carolina. Check down, check down, check down. Move the ball that way. Gibson's going to make a, a killing. Now, it's going to take a while. It's going to take a while for Gibson to get on the field. Uh, Peterson or Geis will be the main guy. Peterson, they're going to mix in. Gibson may even be an active week one. We'll see. But it's just a matter of time. A couple weeks in, that's all they're going to do. Bludgeon the ball to Antonio Gibson because that's all they have. There's nothing else here. Check down, check down, check down. He's going to catch 60-plus passes. That's right, 60-plus passes this year. And he could do a lot with the football. I mean, when he gets the football in his hand, he's pretty explosive. This guy is fast. He's got great moves. Loves to take on contact and run after the catch. So it's a perfect guy. And that's why they took him so ahead of many other better players and better running backs and better receivers. They want him for this role. The other two running backs don't profile for it at all. So does Antonio Gibson, the sleeper of the Washington Redskins. So there you go. All right. We got to it, folks. We got through the whole thing. Um, That's going to do it. We'll call that a show here on episode 21 of One Man's Opinion. Uh, We covered a lot of ground. Again, hit me up at Jeff underscore Mans, D Jeff on Twitter, D Jeff Mans on Facebook, Instagram, Snapchat, and and TikTok. Over there, listen to me every weekday, 4 to 6 p.m. Eastern on SiriusXM Fantasy Sports Radio. The draft guide's available, fantasyguru.com. All things daily fantasy sports, elitefantasy.com, elitesportsbetting.com. Both those sites, the betting and the daily fantasy, we have a $60 package for the rest of the summer. You get every single sport, every MMA event, NASCAR, golf, esports, poker, horse racing, basketball, NBA, NHL, KBO baseball, Major League Baseball, everything we do, you get that. Preseason NFL, it's right there for you for the lowest prices we've ever offered in our lives. The regular season NFL will not be that inexpensive, much, much more expensive because we slay it and we're going to win people a lot of money like we always do. All right, folks, that's going to do it for us. Again, change the name, change the nicknames. Time for the Washington Redskins to go course that's uh you may disagree with all that you may think they should keep it and that's okay why because this was one man's opinion see you next time everybody deuces